So Paul is teaching us uh, the uh, truth about being dead to sin in Jesus Christ. It's as if we had died to sin because Christ is our substitute and our surety. And uh, then he says, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, certain people get uh, all uh, uh, discombobulated about this and think, uh, well, um, I should be baptized and everybody should be baptized, otherwise you won't, believe, you won't be saved. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, it says. And so they get all worried about it and turn it into a work that uh, uh, the actual practice of uh, baptism by immersion um, saves you. Well, look, I don't know what your view is, and uh, I have personally been baptized, uh, but there are people who say uh, that this is not a necessary uh, work of salvation, and uh, they say it's an issue of faith, and others say, no, this is um, required, and uh, so in effect, they can kind of turn it into a work. Um, I want to leave it to your personal uh, faith life. Um, whatsoever cometh not of faith is sin. So let's look at it this way. What is baptism by faith? What is, the, what is our understanding by faith of baptism? Well, Paul says this, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. Well, that's a very interesting and curious uh, way of talking. Um, when we go into that water, is it, it is as if we by faith are recognizing that we're going into Christ's grave. We are recognizing that our humanity, with all its brokenness and sin and distortion and worry and anxiety and, and uh, power of death upon it, this humanity of ours we're recognizing is finished. We are recognizing that there is no condemnation anymore for our humanity because it's as if it had died. And that's what we're doing when we go by into baptism. We're, by faith, symbolizing that uh, we recognize that death in Jesus. So it's a faith issue, and if you haven't been baptized, it seems to me that you can still believe that uh, because it's a faith issue. It's not a ritual issue. People, some people who uh, have be, are legalists uh, tend to think that, oh my goodness, they're lost if they're not baptized. But the issue, as I say, is one of faith. So, you see, when we go into the water, we're affirming that we are linked by Christ and we have become uh, dead to our human nature just uh, like he died to uh, his humanity at the cross. Notice that it says, we in verse 3, that we were baptized 
into his death. We weren't baptized into our death. I remember when I was baptized as a young, uh, as, at about the age of 16, um, I assumed and thought that this meant that I, had, I would die in some particular uh, or rather special spiritual or um, metaphysical way. And uh, I remember that when I drove home on the bus, uh, I was wondering whether I was uh, going to feel the same feelings I had uh, before I was baptized and uh, whether those feelings now would all be dead. And I found as a young, passionate uh, uh, teenager that my desires and uh, uh, passions were still the same as before. And I was t deeply disappointed that uh, uh, I had uh, my baptism didn't seem to stick, as it were. Well, that's a complete misunderstanding of baptism. It's not some kind of ritual that takes us into a uh, mysterious, mystical um, dying. It is by faith. We have recognized that Christ's death is counted as ours. Therefore, he says, we were buried with him through baptism into death. In other words, we are identifying with him by faith and we're saying, Jesus, what you went through, you went through for me. And therefore, I count my humanity with all its brokenness as having been executed, as no longer charged against me. It cannot condemn me. It cannot uh, uh, torment me with guilt and shame and fear because it is counted as dead in Christ. Now then, notice this, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And so then when the pastor uh, takes uh, our arm and hand and uh, lowers us with his hand on our back into the water, then and uh, declares us, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, then he raises us up straight away from the water, and there you go, would you believe it? We are raised from the dead. Now, again, it's not a literal thing, and nor is it a legalistic, ritual, mystical thing. It is a faith act that says we recognize by faith that we are counted in Christ's resurrection now. So that all that goes on in our life is a movement towards eternal life. Everything that goes on, whether it's trouble or distress or ill health or financial difficulties or relationship issues or work issues, this all takes place now in the resurrected life of Jesus. This is what we Christians believe. Uh, again, I say to you, baptism is not a ritual. It is a faith act. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And then verse 5, for if we have been united, that is united by faith, united together in the likeness of his death, Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Now, of course, he's talking about uh, likeness now by faith, 
but he's also talking about the literal likeness when we are raised from the dead at the coming of Jesus Christ. Some of us will still be alive uh, when Christ comes, and so we will be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet call. But some will be raised from the dead. This is the faith that Christians believe. This is the faith that we have. And if you say, well, I've never heard of this stuff. Uh, If you say, well, this sounds a little bit hokey to me, then I urge you to go back to Scripture because you may have missed the whole point and the meaning and the reality of what it is to be a follower of Jesus Christ. If you think that being a follower of Jesus Christ is simply living a better life and being more moral and being more thoughtful and kind to your neighbor, uh, that, I'm sorry, you have missed. Because, you see, the human nature that we live in can't be more moral. It can't be more kind to uh, 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 to our neighbor. It can't do these loving things because our humanity is corrupted. And what we do when we go into baptism, whether in reality or by a sort of symbolic faith, is to say, this humanity will not work. I agree with it that it has to go. It will go at the coming of Christ. But by faith now I reckon it as already having gone in Christ's death, and I now live by faith in Christ's resurrection. And so then we love our neighbor in the name of Christ and through Christ. And then we care for people in the name of Christ and through Christ. We give to the poor, we help them out in the name of Christ and through Christ. We recognize, as Paul says in Galatians 2 verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives within me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. So then Paul says, uh, well, let's uh, make the connection between five, verses 5 and 6. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, verse 6, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Now, knowing this, you see, there's something we know. And it is a knowledge by faith. It is not a knowledge, an intellectual knowledge. It's a faith knowledge. We know that our old man was crucified with him. Now, that old man there, that expression, the phrase old man, is, of course, talking about the natural human nature that we live in. It was crucified with him. That is, it was reckoned as crucified. Of course, it didn't, it isn't actually crucified. We didn't, we weren't there at the cross. We weren't there with him, like one of the thieves uh, by his left and right. Um, this is a faith statement. And each day when we go through our troubles and our anxieties and our worries and our depressions or our uh, failures and sin, uh, or any concerns we have about not hearing the word of the Lord, or God not hearing us when we've been praying so much, we say, we know this, I know this, that my humanity that doubts, that worries, that is anxious, that has failed, 
is crucified with him. It's no longer mine. My humanity is not mine. And when I say that, and when I affirm that, and when I work with that by faith, I experience that the body of sin might be rendered powerless. That's the literal meaning of the Greek word. It, it uh, can be, it has been translated in the King James Version, it's destroyed. In the Revised King James Version, it's done away with, but it really means rendered powerless. Now, you may say, well, my human nature hasn't been rendered powerless. I grant you that. But you will surely have experienced, won't you, that when you exercise faith, at the moment you exercise it and say, Father in heaven, I thank you that my humanity has been done away with and therefore there is no condemnation upon me. At the moment you express that, you do experience in some way or other, to some degree or other, the rendering powerless of all your worries and fears and doubts. And the more you live by faith in that way, the more you will see that your humanity is rendered powerless. Don't fall for the trap of literalism here, where you say to yourself, well, okay, I have no more sinful nature, and I know I'm freed from sin forever now. You will soon stumble and fall on that one, because this is not talking about a literal thing. It is talking about being counted. You've heard me say it so many times. We are counted as righteous in Christ. Just as Paul said, Abraham believed in God, believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. We are counted as dead in Christ, and we're counted as alive in him. Thanks be to God for all that he has provided for us. Thanks for joining me today. This is Colin Cook, and you can hear this program on the radio, 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670. Those are the call letters AM 670 in the Denver, Colorado, and surrounding states areas. I wonder if you would consider end-of-year donations for those of you who like to have a tax-deductible donation uh, account. Uh, if you do, let me know that you need an end-of-year receipt. I must know that, otherwise I won't be sending them out. Not many people want them. But if you do, let me know. Send your, And you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much. See you next time. Cheerio and God bless.